All right, guys, what's up? This is Inside the North Side coming to you from the studio. And I'm very excited because it is the season premiere of season six of the podcast. Thank you. I'm very excited for this. I've been waiting for the beginning of season six ever since I ended season five, which was feels like so long ago, but it was only a couple weeks ago. So, uh, as you know, I took a little mini break in between season five and, of course, season six to just get stuff ready and just to relax and stuff like that. But you guys know me. Um, I wasn't relaxing. I was a little bit. But I was just getting stuff ready and planning out for season six and also getting this episode ready. So if you read the title of the episode is called Love Finds a Way, which is kind of a little take on uh, 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 life uh, finds a way. So I was like, okay, that's kind of like a pop culture reference, but it's, you know, kind of twisted for this. Um, this is a late Valentine's Day episode because I was like, um, I'm going to be off for Valentine's Day and I'm not going to want to throw like a special episode. Um, but I had this in mind to do as a late Valentine's Day episode. So I got three couples to agree to come on this podcast. Um, my cousin Eric and Melinda, Jose of Ranting with Rommels and his wife Liz, and of course my parents so pretty much i asked all three couples how they met um when did love find a way and you know questions about marriage and and relationships and you know just stuff for people out there who are looking for questions well looking for answers to their questions um each couple has been together literally for for a while my parents have been together for like almost 40 years jose and liz have been together for uh i can say uh 26 years and my cousin eric and melinda have kind of i guess you can say the same maybe a little bit shorter but uh, each of them have like i said been married a pretty long amount of time So each couple has, you know, um, what's it called? Experience, I guess, in the game. But enough of me talking. I'll let them do the talking. So our first couple is Eric and Melinda. Uh, Hope you guys enjoy this little segment that I had with them. And I'll see you guys on the other side to introduce our second couple. Alrighty, guys. So we have our number one couple here. You might know uh, this gentleman here. He's my cousin. He's also been on the podcast as well. Um, And his lovely wife, which is also my cousin as well. This is her first time being on a podcast. So if you guys can give a round of applause to Eric and Melinda Martinez. (laughs) Nobody ever claps for me. That's a lie. We clapped for you. You're right. Yeah, did. <laughs> kind of surprised I got invited back. Oh, well, we have more. So we have more episodes to do. But yes, thank you guys for coming on and for um, saying yes to this whole Valentine's Day episode that I'm doing. Uh, so let's just get into the meat and potatoes and queso. So uh, how did you guys meet? 
you want to explain or should I? You go for it. How, where did we, we met at school? In high school? Yeah, high school. I was leaving it. So, funny story. <laughs> we ever come for the funny story? Here yeah. This is the funny story. She never, ever believes it. We were about 10 years old. Not true. There's a Kmart, or there was a Kmart over off of 20th and 18th. Do you remember? Over in the Heights? I'm trying to remember. Do you remember the big, like, restaurant store behind the church that was across the street from a Chinese restaurant? Probably not. Probably That's probably, yeah, it's probably a while ago. Yeah. So there's, there, was, there was a Kmart there, and that was the Kmart that my family would go to when we went to Kmart. I saw her and her family when she was 10 years old. We were both 10 years old. And I remember seeing her because her face, her smile... Same then as it is now. And I remember seeing her and I was like, man, she was kind of cute. She looked at me. I looked at her. She kept looking back. I don't remember. She doesn't remember. Now, of course, she has a bad memory (laughs) and it makes her sound bad, but it makes me sound pretty cool because I knew then what I know now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I just want to say, yeah, sure. That's when I say we first met. But, of course, we actually officially met in high school almost 22 too, too years ago. ago. I was going to say, don't Dang. say how long ago. <laughs> don't say how long. Most people don't have cars that long or houses either. No. Yeah, no, we met in high school. It was what, algebra camp? Mm-hmm. The summer before freshman year. Camp? <laughs> I say camp. I'm doing air quotes right here right now. But we had to take algebra before we got into high school. So. Oh, okay, okay, so okay, it was okay. A nerd, nerd camp. I don't remember Eric being a nerd, but okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. I was a closet nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought Eric was cool. I'm not going to lie. He was burning CDs for me, and he was just like Napster, burning yeah. CDs for everybody. So I thought, I was like, oh, he's cool. I won't yeah, so confirm cool. nor deny. <laughs> so that cool. he did not ask me to dance. I had to ask him to dance at the dance. So that's when we officially like started kicking off a little more. And that was your... School dance. High school dance. What year was that? Freshman year? Sophomore year? That was sophomore year. Okay. okay. Which was funny because... And I've told you the story before. Uh, do you want to say How the story? there was... Not to sound conceited or anything like that. Conceited. <laughs> but there was a couple of other girls who had said, Hey, you know, when you're free, I'm next. And then she came up. And I moved everybody to the side and agreed to dance with her. She, she's like, yeah, whatever. But that, that's what <laughs> happened. And that's when our story really began, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And how long did you guys date? Wait, did y'all date like in high school? How long was that? We dated in high school. Um, there was some on and off time in between. And then... The last time we officially got together, which was the last time we said we weren't going to date anybody else, it's been about 17 years. Yeah. Well, and that's not to say that we stopped dating because, I mean, in marriage, you obviously date Mm -hmm. until you decide to no longer be together. But we've technically been dating for 17 plus years now. So true. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember when the wedding happened. I'm like... I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, how long ago, how long ago was that? And I was like, oh, that's so long ago. That was 15 years ago. Almost 
years Please stop. <laughs> I keep forgetting how long 15 years ago it was. I, tell me about it. Because when I stop and I look, like, I'll talk to people about, like, my relationship or my kids and how old they are or, like, work experience. I'm like, jeez, that was a long time ago. It was. It was. So, um... What was I going to say? So when did you first, well, well, and then you go since ladies first. When did you first realize that you loved Eric? Like, what was the moment that you made you realize, like, I love this guy? That I love this guy? Yes. Well, I actually ended up, I guess, jumping ahead and saying I love you before giggling, of course, because I always giggle when I say things. And if you remember from the wedding, I giggled the whole entire time. Through the ceremony? Through the ceremony. Yeah. Instead of crying. Like it was a joke to her. But I said, I love you to him. We're at the zoo for sure. And then he laughed at me and said I was crazy. So he said, no, I don't. (laughs) It's like, joke's on you. I'm just lying. (laughs) Yeah. I was just trying to get lunch. (laughs) But no, for sure. I think definitely, like, the moment at the dance, it really felt like this is the one. Because it was almost felt like the movies where everything just kind of, like, just you, me, and him just on the dance floor, and that was it. It was a slow dance, by the way. A walk to remember or what? <laughs> no, I mean, I hope I don't have cancer. That would be me with the cancer, silly. With my, like, you know, I'm Mandy Moore. You would be Mandy yeah. Moore. Wow. You heard it here first. My cousin says he is Mandy Moore. <laughs> Eric, what was what, what was it for you? What was the moment that made you like open your eyes and be like, "Oh, okay, this is happening." You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I I don't. I've never had that moment. Really? And it's not to say that I've never realized how I feel about her or anything like that. Because there's, it's hard to peg it down to one specific circumstance or situation. Mm-hmm. Because she constantly reminds me of what love is. And so when I feel like I'm not loved or I don't know how to show love or something, she completely reminds me of what it is. And so it's like an ongoing type of, you know, mm-hmm. so it's it's... Yeah, I can't pin it down. That mm. sounds bad, but at the same time, it's like it's something that's new and explored all the time, which makes it fun. Well, okay. You just made mine sound just horrible. <laughs> just mm-hmm. hit it to that one point. Well, you were fast. You were like, oh, this is it. I'm fast. <laughs> wow. I'm not going to put any sounds to that, but okay. Um, it's a yolk. So... Um, during your guys, didn't y'all's relationship, did y'all ever have any moments of like fighting or disagreements with each other? I mean, I think I'd call them more heated debates. I don't want to call them like fighting. Mm-hmm. We have disagreements. I mean, uh, who doesn't? Oh, a, a good pastor friend of ours calls them intense fellowships. There you go, intense fellowships. Intense fellowships? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Never heard that one before. It's a good description, right? I'm, you know what? I, there's there is healthy discussions. There's healthy disagreements. Mm-hmm. There is there is a good amount of healthy um, conversations when you know you don't see eye to eye, mm-hmm. right? We're we're human. We're two different people. We have two different personalities. That's exactly why we're attracted to each other. 
if you're with somebody that like the exact same things as you, what's going to happen? You get bored. Right. Exactly. So, but, I mean. Yeah, but not only that, I mean, you have to have these kind of discussions because if not, there's no communication. There's no communication and there's all this tension that builds up. And then that's when you actually have arguments. So for us, it's not arguments. It's more of us learning and growing. And that was my keyword right there. Growing. Growing, yeah. We've, our relationship is still growing to mm-hmm. this day. So and, and it's constantly evolving. I mean, oh, yeah. it's when I've married couples before, I, I have pre-marital counseling with them, and I explain to them, you know, the things you do as a young couple that is not married are going to be different when you do them as a married couple. Mm-hmm. The experience yes. is different. And so when, when you're growing through all that, you're learning, and as long as you're open to the experience... You have fun, even if it is some of the worst time of your life. In the in the essence of like you hate fighting with the person you love, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to learn something too, because we're stupid. Like we'll say the wrong thing at the right moment, <laughs> as guys, right? And so if you don't learn to like shut up sometimes, yeah, that's a problem I have. I don't know if it's just the family thing or it's just me in general, but sometimes. I have to feel like, oh, no, let me speak up because I know I'm right and I'm going to try to make myself look like I know what's going on. And, you know, and then we always get so that's that's it's mainly just me that's in the arguments. But um, it's not Maybelline. You're born with it. <sighs> yeah, I blame I blame everybody. That's it's genetics, bro. It's genetics. Yes, if you guys don't know. You need a womp womp type of... Uh, I have... Well, I had one of those, but I, I think I took it off. I'm going to I have to put new sounds into the season. Um, so when you guys got married, how long did it take for you to have kids? Did y'all kind of like want it to start right away? Or did you kind of think like, hey, let's give it a couple of years. Let's make sure that we kind of know that we want to start a family or what was it? Uh, I, guess, I guess we do everything backwards. I'm glad you finally said that. <laughs> Which makes everything more difficult. <laughs> but it makes life more, more interesting. interesting. <laughs> so yeah. kids first, then marriage, mm-hmm. and then school. And so, then life. And then life. So we did everything backwards. That's crazy. What's life without a little bit of craziness to it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but I, yeah. I, I think for us with, the, with our kids, I mean, we, we have four now. So, I guess um, we grew up. We matured. There's there's people who have kids at a young age and doesn't. It doesn't affect them. Doesn't affect them. But for us, it truly did. Mm-hmm. Um. So no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna say it. It hit her a lot faster than it hit me. It took me a little while to kind of settle down and calm down from a lot of the things. I think that's normal for guys. That's not an excuse, but. I mean, women becomes become moms and mothers just instantly, whereas for us, it takes us a while to realize, you know, we're dads and we have things to do and deal with, mm-hmm. as you can hear our youngest crying in the background. But, yeah, I mean, we did it backwards, but I can honestly say I wouldn't change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not change it at all. So... Uh for, for our listeners that don't know, my cousin is a pastor. So what was that like for you guys, I guess, jumping into the ministry? Because I know, Melinda, it was a little different for you because I guess it's something that you're not really used to. So 
how was that for y'all as a couple? Like, okay, we're we're gonna start serving God and we're going to be doing this, and we don't know where it's gonna head, but we have faith in it. So, how was that for like? How was that experience for both of y'all? Oh, wow, that that was definitely an experience and a walk by faith for sure. <laughs> um, so, you you know, y'all grew up in the church and so forth, and for me, that was not the case, and so I you know, heard the stories and so forth about God and Jesus, but I did not go, and I was more of like, eh, don't really, truly, you know, feel it, not feeling it, but when, of course, you know, dating Eric, and especially his mom, and, you know, you know, she's the one who encouraged me and would talk to me, and, and then having that experience and having my own experience with God and realizing that everything that happened in my past and looking back, reflecting back on it, he was there the whole entire time. So when I started to go to church, then Eric ended up going back to church, and then we were in, and then we were, um, we got into the ministry there. Like, I started doing the Sunday school, and I was like, there's no way I can do this. I, you know, the kids, I'm always running late. I still run late today. <laughs> that doesn't change. But, um, but when Eric had said, like, you know, I feel like, you know, I need to go ahead and get in further into leadership, be a pastor, you know, open up and do our own thing and so forth. You know, there was no question about it for me. There was no like, ah, I don't know, or, you, you know, second guessing. It was like, okay, let's do it. You ready? Let's go. I'll follow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's harder than what you think, especially, um, you know, having the kids and then the expectations that, you know, from yourself, from your children, um, you know, what's expected. But you can't let that get to you because at the end of the day, we're all, you know, God's servants, you know. So mm-hmm. we're not the ones who are supposed to be on the pedestal. He is, not us. Eric, how was that for you? And did that kind of have, like, a different effect on your relationship, like, or on your marriage? Yeah, it did. It did. We, um, our fellowships became more intense mm-hmm. <laughs> regularly. Uh, and it took us some time because one of the things that, um, our, our faith, or at least the organized faith, I should say, does a really poor job of is telling and kind of bringing people alongside you when you come into these positions and you start doing this work in that way. So you don't have mentors that teach you and tell you that, hey, the type of, a, of attacks that you're going to have on your relationship are going to be different, mm-hmm. right? Because now you're coming forward and you're serving God in, in a different way that a lot of people won't and re- will refuse to. And so the intensity of preventing that from happening is is exponentially bigger it's larger and so we got to a point where we finally had this epiphany moment right where it was like wait a minute we're not fighting because we want to right we're fighting because there is something sinister that is trying to prevent us from getting along because that is going to prevent what's going to happen on sunday and so it had that effect to where we had to learn and mature in our faith, but we also had to learn and mature in, in our marriage as well. And recognizing that, yeah, some of that's our own, right? 
you know, our own mouth, our own attitude and our own perceptions and, and, and how we handle things. But it's also going to be acknowledging and realizing that there's something that's really working to stop. And so you have to figure out how to counter that, right? And of course, it's, it's going to be relying more on your faith and not less on your faith. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to tell you how many times Sunday morning should not happen for us. Like, it just shouldn't have happened. Um, and there was plenty of times where we had a really intense week to the point to where we were probably fighting like cats and dogs leading up to the moment we pulled into the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And then a message was given, right? I don't like taking credit from, oh, you know, I gave a message. No, no, no. A message was given, and then the response from the audience, the response from the congregation was one of appreciation because God spoke to them, right? And it's not because I said anything. It's because God used the words. He used me as his tool and his servant to share that with them, and it served its purpose. And their reaction really laid into me that, hey, it's because you're doing something right, Mm -hmm. right? So there was confirmation. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a lot of growth there, and there was a lot of learning that unfortunately, like I said, our, our, our organized faith, our religions don't do a good job of teaching us those things. You kind of get baptized by fire at that point, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a lot of marriages that do not last because of that. Because we don't teach other people like, hey, you're becoming a servant, which means you've got a target painted on you. And the devil doesn't like you. He hates you that much more. So he's going to intensify the quote-unquote defects in your relationship, the defects in your partner. They're going to be emphasized. You're going to hate the way they chew food, even though you've lived with them for 10 years. Or the fact that they come home speaking really loud. (laughs) Because they speak so loud at work. (laughs) She's a teacher, for for if y'all didn't know. She has to speak loud because these kids don't understand. High school teacher. I think that kind of pinpoints it. Yes, high school. Speaking louder doesn't mean they understand better. <laughs> I didn't hear you, miss. <laughs> miss. Yeah, miss. But, um, so, any, well, of course, you know, we can, we have our families that, you know, have been married. What is a, who is a couple that you looked up to, I guess, in your way to, like, kind of, not a... How can I say this? Not like a guide, but kind of like, okay, well, if they've been doing this for this long, I can not model, but like take advice from them. Like what kind of, like who, who can you say that, you know, like your parents, my parents, somebody in the Bible? I mean, you can go ahead. It's fine. Somebody go ahead. Somebody go ahead. (laughs) Uh, I I always just look at the, the spectrum. Right. Mm-hmm. I look at different couples, different experiences that I, I have seen and observed them in, and I just take it in. Right. Like your parents, for example, you know, the years that they've been together and, and their story. It's a love story. Right. Just from high school. Also, 30 plus years. Yeah. Um, you know, my parents, my parents are rounding up on their 40th anniversary. Mm hmm. Um, and so, and I know my parents and I loved them, love them to the death. And I know that my mother's a saint. So I look at her and I'm like, if she can do this, I don't know how I'm going to do it because I don't have her sainthood. But 
I'll be okay, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my grandparents, of course, right? I mean, yes. so many years that they were together, knowing some of the stories from their 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 past, um, other pastor pastoral couples that we've we've come to know over the years. Um, it's not just one person, but I look at, like I said, the spectrum, what they've been through, what I know that they've been through, and I'm like, you know, love, it has its place, right? And you can grow from it, through it, and with it. And that's how you can get through most. I can't say all, because there's a lot of things that it doesn't it doesn't function for, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's just... If I focused on one person, I, I, I'd be screwed. Let's just be realistic. That's yeah. how it is. But I've looked at it, a lot of people, and it's, it's helped me anyway. Yep. I'd say your side of the family has helped me too because my side is a little different, but I've learned from, like, my mom being a single mom ending, you know, being separated from my dad for so long and then her relationships and so forth. It's more about, you know, what love should be be like and should what it should look like versus what it, she thought what it was and the stories that she tells me same thing that I see with my siblings I see you know their stories their you know relationships and what's worked and what hasn't and so forth and um, of course your mom and your dad like, like like that right there it's like okay 40 years if they can get through everything they've been through then you know, it takes a whole lot more than just rainbows and unicorns to make marriage work. And mm. that's what nobody really talks about, especially everybody talks about, oh, it's a honeymoon phase, you know, like, you know, like the first year or two, and then year three gets hard, and then it'll be okay. But mm. then they don't talk about year 10, they don't talk about year five, we're coming up to what, 15 years of marriage, not including our relationship, how long we've been together, mm-hmm. so... Being parents. Being parents on top of that, too. Mm. You know, you know the kids and, and what happens and, you know, what, you know, changes that happen as a mom, changes that happen as a dad. Like, none of that gets talked about. It's just a honeymoon phase. Yeah. It's, 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 it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you learn a lot of what you like, what you don't like, mm-hmm. what you're going to emulate, what you're not going to emulate. You know what I mean? And there, we had some rocky years. I mean, I'd be lying to you if I said our marriage has been a storybook, you know, picture-perfect marriage. That's not That's not the truth. But, I mean, we, you know, we learned what to do, what not to do. And we, we've learned a lot of that from each other also, right? Because, I mean, it's a partnership, right? If you're not learning from each other, then you're focusing on the wrong thing, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be realistic about that. You have to communicate. I mean, it goes back to communication. You have to talk to each other and know when to talk and when not to talk. Pick and choose your battles. You can't just go in hot-headed all the time. I'm going to fight everyone. <laughs> yeah, he does that all the time. You're going to fight everyone? Every single time. Yeah. <laughs> I have to have the last word. Always. Oh, it runs in the family. It's okay. You can have the last word, and then I will have the last look. Got him. Yeah, that's my new catchphrase. Got him. (laughs) All right. Well, um, Eric, do you have any advice for any people who are new listeners, old listeners that are wanting to get advice, marital advice from um, 
maybe a pastor, you know, maybe, you know, some people might not want to reach out to a pastor because they're like, wow, well, I don't, I don't want to get religious, but if you had to give them something, if they were looking for something, because, you know, people are always looking and sometimes they look in the wrong places, but hopefully, um, the ones that are looking in the right places, uh, what can you give them that will help their marriage in, in, a, in a Christian way? So it's funny. I, we got invited to a couple's night out this weekend, and I'm going to be speaking on love. Um, and it, and it, it's right out of Paul's epistle to the Corinthians, and he talks about love being patient and kind, you know, trusting. And, and I laugh because when I read it, I tell Melinda all the time, I'm like, I'm none of those things, right? Like, I'm, I'm, I am boastful. I am, you know, I do remember. I don't forget stuff. Um, but what I suggest to everybody is that, uh, you love how you want to be loved, right? And realizing that not all love is going to be reciprocated the same way, uh, but a marriage is a partnership. It's a friendship. It's it's a lovership, if you will. You know, the intensity that you give is going to be the intensity that you get back. So if you want to be loved a certain way, you have to love somebody that way as well because you're also teaching them how to love. Realizing that everybody comes from different backgrounds, everybody comes from different homes, everybody comes from different religions and beliefs and cultures. And, and I mean, we can go down the list forever and ever and, and how everybody's different, right? So when you're loving somebody, right, you have to teach them how you want to be loved. But then you also have to learn how they want to be loved. And so as long as you're willing to put in as much as you're, you're wanting to get out of it, um, it can be successful, right? And the Bible tells us how we know what love is, right? And we can narrow it all the way down to Christ and how he loved us to the point of death, right? Taking on our sins and, and loving us into heaven, right? And we can read the Bible and it tells us how to be men, how to be a biblical man in a marriage, right? How to be a father. Um, and it tells women how to be a wife and how to be a mother. Uh, but at the end of the day, we have to choose to do those things, right? Mm -hmm. it, it comes down to free choice, you know, free will. And if we want love, we first have to give it, right? Yes. Love is free. But you also have to give it in order to receive it. Mm -hmm. Because a marriage will never work. If you're not willing to sacrifice yourself, right? Sacrifice learning how to love somebody, learning and being vulnerable, mm -hmm. right? With somebody, because at the end of the day, it's just you two. Mm -hmm. And there's just so much of giving and taking in that entire process. If you're constantly taking, I mean, that's where the word selfish comes from, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just encourage anybody and everybody, communicate those things, right? Love how you want to be loved. And if you don't know how to love, tell the person that you care about that, and they will show you how they've loved you and how you can learn to, be, how you can learn to love somebody also. Mm -hmm. Well said. Melinda, do you have any advice for anybody that's... Uh, maybe a young couple getting married or wanting to get married or, or somebody that's struggling that might be in the same shoes as you? Do you have any advice for them? Well, um, 
I guess, you know, like I said before, it's all about communicating and so forth. I mean, there's so many times, especially if you're young and have kids and you can't expect your partner, you know, your husband to know how you're feeling um, during certain things. So you have to be able to say, just take a moment when you're calm, of course, and say, hey, we need to talk about, you know, certain things and make a time to say, hey, time out or whatever's going on and let's talk. And, you know, this is what's going on with me. This is what's happening. This is how I'm feeling. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but, you know, I what can we do to work this out? And it's not just coming in with guns blazing and, you know, blaming one or the other. You have to come in with some kind of solution or let's figure out together some kind of solution. And if we can't figure out a solution now, let's figure it out sooner than later. But if you don't ever communicate, I think that's like the number one thing. If you're not communicating, then you're fighting, you're going to bed, you know, backspace, you know, to each other, waking up angry and grumpy, and then you're going to look for something outside. And then that's where everything just, you don't want that. So, of course, I, I think that any advice I can give is just talk with your husband, you know, because maybe there's something bothering him you didn't know, because guys will not tell you how they feel a lot of the times because they don't want to feel vulnerable, but they have to be able to be that way with you because you are their best friend. They should be able to talk to you about all those kinds of things. They should be able to express certain things, and it's okay for them to feel that way and have you to be that shoulder to cry on if they ever need to. Well said, well said. Well, uh, any more nuggets, Eric? Or you think that's, that's, that's all you got? I'm going to say the same thing I said earlier. Just be open to the experience, right? If you shut yourself down, good grief, you set yourself up for failure. But if you're open to the experience and really experiencing your partner, I mean, you can have so much fun in a marriage. Mm -hmm. and, and it's, I mean, there's just so many different levels, different layers to the onion that is marriage. I mean, the, the intensity of your love, both physically, emotionally, you know, behind closed doors when it's just a man and a woman, you know, being intimate, all those things are affected by how intense you are in your relationship. And if you're open to the experience, you will enjoy every step of it, even the bad ones, even the worst ones, because there's growth in everything, right? I mean... That, so that's what I'm going to leave it with. It's just, just be open. Open to experience. I like that. Well said. Well, guys, thank you for coming on the podcast. And thank you for sharing your experiences and uh, all the great information that um, I can use as well, even though I'm not in a marriage. But, it, you know, I'm also in a relationship that, you know, I, who knows where it goes. So, But I could use that. You know, it's good to know that I have family that can i can talk to you about certain things because you know some guys don't want to talk about it but it's good to know like i said i have somebody who's who's been in the same shoes as i am so all righty and we are back thank you eric and melinda for coming on the podcast it means a lot thank you for all that information that you have put out there for anybody that needs it uh our second couple is Jose and Liz. You might know Jose of Ranting with Ramos. You might know him from Songs to Save Your Life. You also might know him from being on my podcast and vice versa. So uh, 
I was very excited when Jose asked if uh, if we still if I still needed a couple. I said, "Yeah, dude, go ahead. Yeah, sure. Ask your wife. You know, if they want if you want to come on." And we had a blast. I uh, cut some of the stuff, not because it was too long or there was just stuff kind of like in between, but just kind of shorten and condense it. I mean, I guess it was kind of a little too long, but just to shorten and condense and just make it to the point. But we had a lot of good stuff in between when we were talking. Um, but without further ado, here's Jose and Miss Liz. I hope you guys enjoy this segment and I'll see you on the other side to introduce our last couple. Can give yourselves a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> okay, calm down, calm down. It's not, it's not that crazy. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you guys for joining. Uh, love will find a way. So I wish I had like some cheesy Valentine's Day music, but I don't. But <laughs> the whole idea of this episode is to talk to these three couples about how they started. Which is pretty much how love found a way for them. So, uh, I've already introduced you. So, pretty much, guys, how did you guys meet? Uh, I think it was what, like, uh, summer of was it ninety six? I think ninety six. Yeah, like ninety six. I was uh, a sophomore. Mm-hmm. You were a freshman mm-hmm. in summer school. Yeah. yeah, I was in summer school, and uh, I think, or was it was it during school? No. Summer well, in summer school, yeah, I was in summer school, mm-hmm. and I was playing football. I was practicing and shit. I was in a lot better shape back then. <laughs> I was only about two hundred and ten pounds, or now I'm about three hundred pounds. But <laughs> I was in a lot better shape, and uh, I I saw her and I told my friend, "Hey, damn, that chick's fine, dude, right?" And then I seen her pass by, and like, oh shit, you know, because I'm I'm an ass man, you know, so I waited till she looked, she passed by, <laughs> and I saw her, you know, because that's how that's how you are as a kid, mm-hmm. you you know, you kids care about looks, you know, really. Mm-hmm. And so I liked her. I was like, oh, shit. Cool. You know, I like how she looks. And then little by little, I'd be seeing her passing by and I'd be looking at her stuff like that. And then I think uh, she was like uh, in the hallway. I think one of her friends said, oh, you know, this is Liz or something like that. And then I went up to her and then I started talking to her for a little bit. And then at the end of class, I asked her for a phone number. She gave me a phone number. Then I called her. And then from there, we just we just were talking. We just kept talking and, you know, like for about two years, huh? For about mm-hmm. two years, we were just talking like nonstop, you know? And it was just nothing but talking. It was nothing like no kissing and like that. So we really got to know each other first, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas back in the day, like you meet somebody, you could be, I see it all the time. I used to go to carnivals and street fairs and uh, we go and then some dude will look at a chick and they look at each other. They walk behind in the, in the, in the shadows and do a quick scam real quick. You just meet somebody real quick and you scam on them and shit. Oh, I just scam on that bitch. Or, you know what I mean? I did that. But for us, it wasn't like that. It was more like I got to know her really, really good. And I just kept, I just, you know, I liked her right away. And then once I started getting to know her good, good, then I started falling in love with her, you know, mm-hmm. just because I started getting to know her as a person even more, you know, like that she was, not only was she beautiful, she was also a beautiful person also. I got to get to know that, you know. So you and pretty then, much guys were like, I guess, building, like learning about each other and building like that friendship first, because, you know, some people will just get in a relationship and, and don't know anything about the person. I mean, I, I've, I've been in that situation before, but it, it sounds like you guys were building a friendship first and getting yeah. to know each other in and out and backwards and forwards and stuff like that before you, I guess, realized, oh, hey, let's, you know, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, well, Miss Liz, 
yeah. how was it for you? Like, because Jose tells his point of view, but what was, <laughs> what, what was, what was, what's your side of the story about this? How, how you guys met? Uh, well, he was, like he said, he was a football player. Um, I was kind of more like, uh, I had only like a handful of friends. Um, and I was kind of like, he says he was quiet and timid. I don't think he was. He was pretty, he lets himself know that he's there. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty loud. <laughs> um, and yeah, just like he said, um, but we kind of like, um, probably like in between we, um, we kind of did, um, like took breaks, I guess every now and then, mm -hmm. um, but it was kind of consistent. Um, yeah. And like, like he said, we just, you know, we talked and, and like everybody gets pretty surprised when they ask like, oh, how long have you guys been together? And we've been together for a long time. <laughs> um, and like, you know, like I told him, like we were, we're just like, like, I guess you, you could say like friends first. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess little by little, we just like, I guess we probably mature in like very quick. Like, you know, with, we like we met and we were talking and then um, within what, like probably like three years four years yeah like three years it just happened like it wasn't like hey, you want to be my girlfriend mm -hmm. it just it just felt right it just happened you know mm -hmm. it just happened you know like uh and yeah i didn't even have to ask her it just <laughs> it just happened dude so while you guys were i guess starting your relationship did you guys ever in like encounter any problems or stuff like that like did you guys disagree on things because i know you said you were pretty much talking to each other for like three years, but was it different when you both got into a relationship with each other or was it just kind of like the same thing? You know what? That was, that was different. Once uh, we were in a relationship, it was different because before that, the way I was like, you know, I'm really, she, she, she says a drama king, but <laughs> like, let's say for example, I'll be like, Oh, okay. So you don't want to talk to me. All right. That's it. And I want to talk to her for like a month mm -hmm. or two, like at all. I want to talk to her. I was like, all right. All right. Mm -hmm. You don't want to talk to me. All right. You're too good for me, you know. I just say that shit, <laughs> and then and then that was my line, I think, right? And then I yeah. would just, we just went, so we would take breaks, you know, we would mm -hmm. just take breaks. Mm -hmm. All right, you don't want to talk to me, and I, all right, and and I was I was able to be that disciplined, like all right, then we're not gonna talk, mm -hmm. and then we just we would just start talking again, you know. Mm -hmm. But but we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend; we just stopped talking. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I guess we did our fighting early on, to where like once we were together in, in, in a relationship, and we would fight. Like, like only one time have I done this where I was so upset that I left the house at nighttime. We're living at her sister's house. Mm -hmm. I left. It was before my, my son was born. Mm -hmm. I left. I was pissed off. I left. And Lord is my witness. I did not do anything. I did mm -hmm. not cheat on her or nothing like that. I, I left. And then I went to my mom's house. And then my mom kind of convinced me to like move back, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I ended up moving back uh, to my mom's house. And the next day, I'm like, hey, we got to go. And we ended up going back to my mom. But that was the only time I ever did that. But. After that, since we after we got married, I had my son. I've never done that. I always come home every single day, you know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm after work late, but I'll come home and I, mm -hmm. I, I make sure. Look, I'm over here working. And I'm smelling like, you know what I mean? Because like I have a, a in in my in my phone, my work phone, it tells you, okay, I'm gonna and I look. I'm, she doesn't ask me, but I said, look, I got these jobs. I'm gonna go do right now. Mm -hmm. Like I, there's no way that I can put them there and and not get them done. I'm, I look, and they were done. Like my truck, it shows that I went somewhere, and I I can't just take my truck and take off. It's gonna show where I went. Hey Jose, where did you? Why did you go here? Or you didn't do any work. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, work is tracking you, not me. Yeah, work is tracking <laughs> me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't do that. And we've always been open. And then, um, yeah, so I, I could, you could say we did our most of our fighting right there. And then once you're together, then it's like, okay, you know how to deal with fights a little more because you mature more because mm-hmm. you did all that. But sometimes people, they barely meet each other. And like I said, right away, they start scamming. They, 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 it's, uh, it's a lustful relationship. And it's just, the, all it is is lust. And once you get the lust and you, you get the sex and all that stuff, then it's okay, now what? You know, mm-hmm. but with us, we got to know each other for a couple of years. And then eventually once, you know, we're expecting a, a baby, like we, you know, we wanted to be together, mm-hmm. you know? And and uh, also like I showed her like, hey, I don't just want to be with you just because we have a kid, you know? Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know, we got pregnant early on and then, we had we lost a baby, you know, and uh, after that, people would tell me, "Hey, man, you lucked out." I said, "Nah, dog, I didn't luck out. I wanted to have a kid because ever since I was a, 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 even since I was a boy, I always wanted to be a father. When I was four or five years old, I can remember going to preschool and imagining mm-hmm. me what I'm doing right now. I wanted to be a provider. I wanted to be have a family and have kids. You know, as a little kid, I felt that already. It was already in my DNA, in my brain, right? So, but when this happened, like. It's not like, and then even also like her family, like her brother goes, hey, uh, so is she going back to her house? I said, nah, man, I love her. She's, she's going to stay with me. I want to be with her. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know what, dog? Yeah, let, let her go back. Send yeah. her back. No, I wanted to be with her, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we waited a couple of months and then we got we got pregnant again because I wanted to be a dad. I don't know what mm-hmm. the hell I was doing. I didn't have a good job, but I just wanted to be a dad. <laughs> and so, you know, we got pregnant and then she had my son in 2000 and 2000. 2000. 2000. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then he was born, and then ever since then, they, we, that actually got us closer together. You know, there's people that go through tragic events like that, where let's say the baby is about to not make it, or the baby does not doesn't make it, and something like that. If you have a heart, it's gonna make you stay together no matter what, because you have that that you guys went through the the worst times in your life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've been to to the hardest stuff, and then all of a sudden you just leave each other, or you know, you I don't know, you just walk out on them like i don't know i i just can't be like that yeah know? yeah and, no, I, I understand dude but some people get into a relationship and then they have a baby and they think that oh this baby will keep us together you know because we've had problems before and then when the baby comes it just makes it worse but yeah uh, you know it, from what you're saying it made you guys stronger and it, it connected you more together so but that, that's great i mean did you guys ever have like a moment where you were like maybe i don't want to be with this person or was it just like you all you knew like from the get go like this is the person I want to be with? No, well over over the years you have fights and stuff like that, but that's the difference between like really being in love with somebody or just liking somebody or just being with them just because they have something that they offer that they have something to offer you, but it's not really love. It's just like you're in there just for convenience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we've had our fights and stuff, you know, or we're we're about to like you know what. This is too much because I used to be really jealous, really, because I'm really fucking paranoid, dude. So I used to be really jealous. And in your mind, your mind is, is the most dangerous fucking place because you could invent all kinds of fucking things. And I'm sorry, I'm cussing. That's just my style. I'll try not to cuss because that, that way everybody can listen to this. But it's OK. You know, we all know. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like I try to. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to be like the best, you know, uh, like, I guess. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to work things out. Because I really wanted to be with this person, my wife, you know, and but some people, like I said, they just walk out on them, like they they don't want to, they don't want to um, work it out. But we've been close to, you know, like one time she got so upset she left, you know, like cause, you know this is too much, you know, you're, you're fucking, and it was my fault because I was like just fucking, you know, really really jealous, because everywhere 
now I don't really pay attention to it, but before, man, dude, like everywhere we go, someone's fucking looking at her. To me, it's because that come from the fucking 80s, 90s, and that's like really disrespectful because growing up when I saw somebody with a, I don't care if she's fine. You look at her real quick. Oh, she's fine. Cool. But that's it because you're disrespecting. You're challenging this guy. I, I look at it very like uh, animalistic and 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 like 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 tribal, you know, like mm-hmm. that's like your woman and this fool's like like in the jungle. He's like looking at you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though she's with you. And she's going to leave with you and you're married, but still it's like, you're challenging me, you know? So it took a lot for me to, to just leave that behind and just block that out of my mind. Cause it was happening every single day. And then I would look at her to play it off and she wouldn't be looking. They would just be looking at her. There, there's a time where we were at in and out and my little brother was there too. And my son was there. And so fool, this was good looking. He looked like, he looked like Oscar DeLoya. Good looking dude. And he was just staring at her. Right. And she's like, you know what? Can you sit next to me right here? This guy's making me uncomfortable. He's just staring at me. And he, this guy was right next to me, and I could see with my peripheral vision that he was staring, right? And in the end, I walked up to him, like, you got a fucking problem, dog? And he was all scared. I'm like, I see what you were doing, dog. That's, that's, my, that's my wife. And he was all scared. I, like, I don't know what you're talking about. And my brother's like, that's right, fool, you're fucking scared. And <laughs> 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 we laughed. <laughs> you know, but then it's like, man, like, that's like... You think about it now, like that's pretty dumb, you know, of me to do, you know, because what if he would have said, okay, and then I knock his ass out and I go to jail, you know what I mean? It's 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 dumb. It's better just to ignore. I don't even notice it to be honest. I don't even, I don't even care anymore. If it's really really obvious, yeah, but I'm like ah, whatever, you know. It's, it's uh, I guess with age, you know, you grow out of it with yeah. age, like, ah, whatever, you know. And if if it's something that's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Even whether you're protected or not, you're not protected. You just gotta trust the person, you know. Yeah, I, I I understand. I don't know if it's a Ramos thing because it's like I was the same way because I've been the same way where I, I've been very jealous and, and I would get, you know, we would get in fights because of that, because of me, because yeah. of me being jealous and, you know, not learning to just, hey, whatever, because nowadays, you know, I notice people like checking her out and yeah. I'm just like whatever i'm like what are you gonna do dude just like yeah. <laughs> i was like she's not gonna leave with you because i'm her only ride <laughs> you know yeah. I, I have the keys of the house so you know yeah because even like even like when we were in, in high school and like we had friends that were girls you know and they hung out with us and sometimes we go places and we're not i'm not with the, with these girls but they'd be with us and even if the dudes were looking at them i would get pissed because like what, what if i'm with her like it's it's dumb it's a dumb mentality you know because well, why, why, why the hell do i care i'm not with this girl yeah you know, but it stems from just the mentality you know you're as a kid and you got to grow out of it you know and if you want if you want your relationship to work because if not you're gonna be fighting non-stop man non-stop mm-hmm. hey. exactly uh, you know so it's it's better just like hey it, 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 it wasn't even a choice i was like you know what let me just and ever since i stopped being like that it's a lot better a lot better i'm like we gotta talk we gotta talk and she'd be like leave me alone now crying and said <laughs> we gotta talk about it you know i don't want you to be pissed off we gotta talk about it just leave me alone and i just be gone and gone and gone you know and uh, but after that, I got better. You know, I was like, you know what? Nah, that sucks. Like, what kind of life is that? You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's you're not. She's not gonna be happy. Mm-hmm. She's gonna hate me. Yeah. You know. So I just it was me. I know it was me. But then after, oh, you know what? Let's just work things out. And but yeah, there've been there've been times, you know, where you know, like you want to split up, you know, for certain things and and little. But see that that that's the difference, man. Some people, even though they're married, they have that mentality where they're like boyfriend and girlfriend. We're like, oh, I'm leaving. And then they take off for a couple of days. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think's gonna happen? What do you think happens when they leave for those couple of days? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not just where. Where do they go? You know what I mean? So that's the difference. Boyfriend and girlfriend split up and break up and need some time and some space. And husbands and wives work things out. You got to mm-hmm. work it out. That's the whole point of being married. When did you guys realize 
like what was the moment for you that you realized I love this person? Um, I don't know a specific like date or whatever, but I could say it was probably like after like less than a year of just like talking like nonstop, you know, because that's the only person like like yeah I'm in school and hang out with people and stuff like that, but like that's a person that you're you tell them like uh, you you open up to you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and then they kind of open up to you and it's just like you start falling in love with them like little by little you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't I mean even though like I said I liked how she how she looked that was no problem, but then I. When I got to know her, then I, I, you know, fell in love with her, you know. But some people say, "Oh, love at first sight." That's different. That's probably lust at first sight. Because mm-hmm. how how can you love someone at first sight? You're just loving the way they look. You don't even know how the hell they are. What if what if they're like assholes and they beat the shit out of you? Well, some women like that. Mm-hmm. Some women like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, and you know, growing up, the time when I grew up, you know, a lot of my friends they would treat the, the chicks like shit, and they would love it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they'd have them wrapped around the finger. But all all women are different. You know, mm-hmm. some women need to be treated right you know like the right way like like a queen like what they are and some just like to be treated like shit and that's why they end up being with with shitty guys and then there's some that are are actually mean and they're bitches and they say all men are are shit all men are assholes but you've already had about four kids four different dudes i think you got to look in the mirror you're the problem you know what i mean mm-hmm. not every guy is gonna be you know fucked up it's gonna be it's gonna be you you gotta accept responsibility mm-hmm. you know exactly and uh, like you said, just like you said, like it was in the 80s and 90s, it's still like that now, dude. It, it, it's it's so weird. Like it just the cycle keeps going for these people. And I know people who are like, oh, all men are shit. Our men are dogs and pigs. But <laughs> it's not all of them. I think it's just the people you choose and you know better. Like, hey, I shouldn't be in this situation with this person. But you choose to get used. You choose to stay in that situation and then you want to blame everybody else that's around you. And it's like, it, it doesn't work. And, and men are the same way too. And, you know, I, 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 you know, but, uh, but Miss Liz, what, what moment was it for you that you realized, like, I love this, this, this big guy right here. <laughs> um, oh my, it, it probably would have to be like, uh, probably like in 19, like 98. Think fast. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking. He's <laughs> like, please tell me this. <laughs> um, once we were more like, because, um, you know, I, I I did come from a home where I wasn't able to really go out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and it, if I did, it had to be like, like, what is it, Cinderella? Like before six o'clock, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to be home, you know. So um, I knew I couldn't go to the movies or anything like that. And he... I knew like he didn't want to like, I think I wanted to hold his hand or sit next to him. And he, he kind of backed away. And nah, I, was I was shy, dude. Cause I was shy <laughs> enough. Or I was, one, one time, I remember we we're sitting down like outside of, the, of a classroom mm-hmm. and there's like almost like, it's not a step, but it's like a little, like a, maybe like a six inch by like 12 feet that runs along like the classes and stuff. Right. Yeah. And we we're sitting there and, uh, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, she like, like we were maybe like about two or three feet away, and she scooted up right next to me, and I froze, dude. <laughs> I fucking froze. I don't know what to do, and I and I and I and I'll, right away I saw like, man, maybe she thought that I don't want to do anything, but I was just I was really shy, even though mm-hmm. um, she would see me smiling and talking and all that, and just being myself. When it came to women, I was like really like, man, like shy, you know. I was really really shy. I didn't know that though. Yeah, well, she didn't know that, you know, but I was really shy. But, you know, 
once once she got to to know the real me, then it was different. You know, mm-hmm. she couldn't keep me off of her. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Till this day, <laughs> till this day. <laughs> uh, so, how long did it take for you guys to realize? Let's 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 get married. Let's let's, let's make this official. So, how long did it take for you guys till like, I guess when you started dating? It was uh, we had my son, and uh, I would say like a year later, after he was a year, mm-hmm. we we got married. So you know what? Let's get married. You know, let's just let's just let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's let's make it official. You know, and it wasn't like how you see on TV, like you know, at Dodger Stadium and the kiss cam came on and I fucking get, got down on one knee. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, we got a we got a son together. I love you. Let's just get married. It wasn't like, you know, like these fools that you see them on, you see them and they have like a big ass diamond and the chick looks at the ring. Like the chick shouldn't even look at the ring. As soon as she sees you on your knee, she should start crying and say yes without even looking at the ring. Like they show them the ring, they, the chick looks at the ring to see if it's big enough. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, come on, dog. If you got to ask and you're not sure she's going to say yes or no, you shouldn't do it. That's, that's like some advice to everybody, dude. And if you think, that that big ass ring if you need that big ass ring to convince her she's not the one dude and it's not gonna work out uh, an example once we got married i ended up getting a ring and back in the day it was before everyone had these big ass five carat rings three carat rings right it was probably like a half a carat ring that i got her you know and it looks pretty big because she's she's small you know she's petite so her fingers are real small you know like her her biggest fingers are as big as my pinky finger you know what i mean <laughs> so i got her the ring and then you know so she had it and you know, I would say, uh, let's say 15 years go by. She, 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 my wife didn't work. She started working. She was working with one of her coworkers. And then all she worked with elderly people. And the elderly people have badass rings, like big old, you mm-hmm. know, gems. And then the lady would be like, hey, what, look, this is bigger than your ring. Like, why does your husband buy you a big ring? And she's like, you know, he could buy me a big ass ring and he can still cheat on me. The ring doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I told her next time she tells you that, say, where's your ring at? You don't even have a husband. That's all you got to <laughs> say. You know what I mean? Boom. And so just roasting everybody on here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so, that's how I am. I tell my kids and my wife, hey, if anybody ever tells you anything, you gotta go for the juggler. That way they don't ever mess with you again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause because nobody should have the right to make fun of you or try to hurt you. Or you know what I mean? Or make you feel less yeah. for no reason. Oh, you want to do that to me? You open up the door already, though. You open up you know, what do they call it? Pandora's box already. You know, yeah. you open up a can of worms. I'm going to get you, you know, and I'm going to make you feel the way you try to make me feel. It's not right, but it's the way to stop these these people, you know, especially mm-hmm. nowadays. So, and even the lady would tell her a bunch of dumb stuff, man. Just mm-hmm. dumb stuff, man. You know, like, and and uh, that lady ended up getting married, but the food's kind of seemed kind of weird, man. But she ended up getting married later. So it, but, yeah. it doesn't really matter about the size of the ring. It's the sentimental value behind the ring. Yeah, much. but you know what? But you know what? I know she doesn't care about that. But just so so people would stop telling her shit, I was like, you know what? I want to buy you a, a bigger rock. I and she's like, no, you. no, 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 it's okay. And then one day she was like doing laundry, right? Yeah. And she, and she, hung, she was hanging something up. My like uniform. Some, some delicate stuff, uniforms. She don't want to mess them up. So she was hanging them up on the clothesline. And when she hung it up, a bee stung her right in the in the ring finger. <laughs> and she's allergic to that. She's allergic to bees, right? Mm-hmm. So her finger started swelling. It got so huge that she, when she went to the hospital they had to cut the ring. And so the ring had to get cut and destroyed. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, let's go get you a ring. (laughs) So that's how I was able to get her a bigger ring now. But if it it was up to her, she wouldn't have gotten a ring. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Yeah. The ring, it's not, like, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't prove anything. Like, like, 
It wouldn't even keep the guy. Doesn't even keep the guys off either. They're still gonna fucking look. It's <laughs> a milf right there. Mm-hmm. Or no, and then, and then <laughs> <laughs> no, and then like one time because I only had one ring. You know how you're supposed to, I guess. I don't know. You have to have two of them. Mm-hmm. So I would only have one, and they would be like, "Oh, like you're engaged." I'm like, "No, I'm married." They're like, oh, well, where's your other ring? I'm like, what? Like, (laughs) I guess they expect you to have two rings because I guess one was supposed to be the engagement ring and then the other one's supposed to be once you get married. So I don't know. It's just people materialistic, I guess. And then you know what what really helps too, like with our relationship is like, we're not materialistic at all, dude, at all. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you... Because money, money is a big, big issue in some relationships. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have it, the person, if they're interested in money, they're not going to be with somebody who doesn't have any money, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, we've never been rich. Right now, we're doing a little better. Right now, we're right now kind of sus, but we'll get better. But I'm saying we're doing good. And um, and I had a little extra money. Hey, let's buy you this. Or, hey, let's go to the store and buy you some jeans because they make some some Levi's. Cause she's skinny, but she has like hips, right? So there's some jeans that they make that are especially for people that are skinny. Let's say your waist is bigger, the smaller than your hips. They're shaped to fit you right, right? Mm-hmm. So, but they're about 60, 70 bucks. And she's like, no, I don't want to buy them. I just go to the thrift store. So like my wife, we go to the thrift store and buy her clothes there. Mm-hmm. And she's not into like Louis Vuitton purses mm-hmm. and coach and none of that stuff, you know? So I don't have that issue where I have to spend all kinds of money. You know what I mean? Cause that is a, uh, a big issue too in in, in, in relationships uh, relationships yeah. from what i've seen man because i've been i've been you know working in retail departments and just with people and i see that a lot you know and i and i always study people and see how they act and mostly everyone is materialistic dude and it's like what, my point on that is like why have that expensive ass purse if and if you have that expensive ass purse you better own a house and you better have more than two g's in that in that purse because that, that's an expensive purse mm-hmm. you only got a dollar you over here uh you're over here trying to borrow money from somebody like come on dog <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. you gotta set your priority you gotta set your priorities exactly so what guy what do you oh, <coughs> sorry um what kind of advice can you give somebody who you can we can say is fresh in their marriage like what can what advice can you give them to i guess have a a long and healthy uh marriage like what what Uh, advice do you have for them i would say uh communication we still struggle with that Mm. on her end she you know but she's opens up little by little but i think communication is very important because like let's say if if let's say the husband does something that that the wife doesn't like and she doesn't say say it or whatever then the husband's going to continue to do it and you don't know what you're hurting the person or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just be very open about things or, you know, I don't like when you do that or, you know, or let's go do this or I like this, let's go here, you know, or like always I'll ask her, hey, what should I do about this? She's like, I don't know. It's like, I'm asking you because you're my wife. You're supposed to be my helper. You're supposed to make decisions together. I value your opinion. That's why I'm asking you. Or else I, would, if I, I wouldn't care and I would just do whatever <laughs> the hell I want. I'm asking you because I need your opinion. So what what is it? I don't know what the you know. Like, on, you gotta, you gotta tell me. Exactly. So communication is a big one. Communication and uh, anything else other than, I mean, just communication. I think also like as a woman, because um, I've seen it. You know, like they have big mouths, mm-hmm. and I think you could just kind of just like not make something like a like a fight, like not like blow it out of proportion, but just stay quiet. Sometimes you just need to stay quiet 
what was I saying? Um, yeah. So for um, like to me, I think that's it's it's a big thing, you know, in a relationship. Sometimes I seen, you know, like the woman is the one like yapping nonstop, and it's like, woman, shut up already. Mm-hmm. Like it's so I even get annoyed, you know. And it's like that would make a big difference in in people's relationships. Sometimes <coughs> either I mean it could be either be him, the one yapping around. Or her, whoever's like, you know, one of them has to like kind of quiet down. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> we've we've never done that. Like our kids have never seen mm-hmm. us fight like that. Why are you fucking back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that, dude. It's always like, like, like little whispers. Hey, well, let's go, let's go talk in the room like that, right? Or looks. Or looks, you know. <laughs> and it's never been like that. Mm-hmm. And I think if it was, dude, it would we would go on that stop because then mm-hmm. I'd be going at her, she'd be going at me. So she's more like the quiet one. I don't scream like that either. I'm like, like, but let's just talk about it. We got to talk about Yeah, but that's one thing I'm thankful mm-hmm. for, that she's not like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you fucking asshole. I can't stand that. Dude, that's <laughs> terrible. Like, there's a, a couple that comes on on, on, on what is it, Instagram or TikTok. TikTok, yeah. Where it's like a white girl. She's a Mexican dude. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I don't like that. Your like mom. Cisco, Francisco. Oh, man, or something. she's Cisco annoying, dude. Yeah. She's annoying, man. And I would not be able to be with a woman like that, dude. That's always like that, just like nagging at you, and oh, no, dude, I would not be able to do that. So I would say, yeah, like that, and also, you know what? Uh, for us, like we don't go to church and stuff, but we, and I wouldn't even say we're Christian because we don't, we don't subscribe to any religions, but we do follow like the Bible and as as much as we can, you know, and the Word of God and what's in there, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, it says that the women have to be what's the word submissive, uh, submissive, mm-hmm. and submissive doesn't mean like a dog. It means like just like okay, do what's right, what the husband wants. You can you can have your opinion and say, well, you know what? Because she she straightens me out all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh no, you shouldn't do that. And it's oh yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have done that. Or no, don't do that. That's not okay. Like I said, God said that you know it's not good for man to be alone. I shall make him a helper, and that's why He made Eve. <laughs> but yeah, man. So like she she's like submissive, but at the same time. If, if I'm messing up, she says, no, that's not right. You know, she can be opinionative. So also what's very important is having the same faith. Because mm-hmm. if you have someone who's Catholic and someone who is Christian, it's totally different, even though it shouldn't be because it's like the same Bible pretty much. But the, the Catholic person is more into religion mm-hmm. and what was man-made from the religion. Not, 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 not to knock them, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's, it's different. They go by different set of rules. And so that's very important too, you know, the religion uh, aspect of it or the faith, the faith, if you will. Uh, also, my big thing too is music. Like I would not be able to be <laughs> with some girl that listens to like reggaeton, bachata, or that banda, banda narco corridos. But guys tell me, hey, what if the chick is fine, dog? Like I don't care about mm-hmm. that, dog. I would not be able to be in those concerts, dude. I, I would hate it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that too, music too, kind of, you know, because I'm really big on music. And luckily she likes the stuff I like and the stuff that she likes doesn't suck. It's almost the same as, you know. <laughs> so that too, music, religion, you got to be compatible in a lot of things, man, because then you're going to have a lot of disagreements. And those little things end up being big things, you know. Mm-hmm. Luckily with us, we don't have that. But I'm just saying from from my point of view, uh, it would have to be faith, music, a, a lot of other things, you know, but that's what comes to mind right now. Mm-hmm. is those two main things you know and i think also like um from like when we were younger i think we talked about all this stuff so i think you were able to see what kind of person i was and then i was able to see what kind of person you were so it, it kind of like we're kind of compatible i guess you could say and then also i, I remember like a big thing was like 
um, about the dress code. You know, like oh, you said, yeah. that was a big thing for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check it out. So, excuse <laughs> me. When uh, you know, when she, when she was single, you know, she would wear like you know little skirts and stuff like that. You know, and uh, that attracted me to her. You know, and and so I said, look, uh, I understand you, you're used to wearing that kind of stuff, but you're with me now. You attracted me. I think that kind of dress is when you're attracting men. Now, if you want to keep dressing like that with your little skirts and all that stuff, that's fine, but you're not going to be with me. Straight off in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Straight out, you know? I said, you could wear that kind of shit if you're with me. If you're on your own, that's dangerous and you're attracting men. You know what I mean? It wasn't like not crazy where you see her per button or like that, but it was your know, little skirts and stuff, you know, and and uh, tight stuff. And, you know, and to this day, I say, hey, we're going to go somewhere, put something revealing. I said, no, like, you know, <laughs> she, you know, herself, she's like, nah, you know, and I was like, I'm telling you, I'm not going to get mad at you. I'm telling you, like, mm-hmm. you know, like we went to a concert. I'm not going to say the whole story because it's going to take up the whole thing, but we went, we went <laughs> to a festival and it was in the summertime in August oh, and it was really, really hot. We went to go see the cure. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, just wear some shorts and a small ass top. Trust <laughs> me, just show your back up. It's going to be hot. We go, she's wearing leggings, uh, a shirt, uh, and a big ass dress shirt, like a denim dress shirt. It's hot. Long sleeve. Long sleeve. <laughs> She's, oh, I don't feel good. All of a sudden, boom, she collapsed. She has a, a heat stroke. She faints. And we had to take all our stuff off. I think we even had to take your bra off. I took your bra off. No, I think. I, no you just left me in left the, like, under like. Yeah, we, and everyone was just bathing, throwing cold water on her. Yeah. And I was like, look, see, we get there. There's chicks in bras and Daisy <laughs> Dukes. I said, I'm telling you, because it's hot, I'm not going to get mad at you. <laughs> So, yeah, even the dress code that, you know, she's so into being conservative that even if I say, no, no, it's cool. She's like, no, no, because she might think it's like a trick. You know, someone's like, I'm just, test- <laughs> I'm just testing you. Someone's I'll try to test her, you know, like, I'm not testing you. Trust me. I'm not going to get mad. Remember mm-hmm. this. You can, you know, you can. It's going to be hot. So it's like pretty so, much like being respectful for the person. Like, hey, look, since yeah. we're together, you know, I would. I'm not saying you have to, but. I would like to. I would like you to dress a certain way because you know, like you said, if you're wearing all the miniskirts and all this and that, that's when you're single. That's when you're attracting men. But when if it's in a relationship, especially if you're already married, you want to be more conservative and be more respectful to your significant other and yeah. not be like revealing. Because I mean, Jose can say. I mean, he's seen it. You know, there's people <laughs> who are together, and there's the girl who's dressed all slutty, and the guy's just like normal, and it's like. You know, what am, what am I going to do? Yeah. And some people don't, have, some guys don't have a backbone and don't tell their ladies, hey, don't wear that. You know, yeah. sometimes I, I, I'll i tell my, my girlfriend, I'm like, hey, nope, don't wear that. It, no. She's like, is this fine? I'm like, no, no, just no, just change it. Just, just do something, <laughs> something more different. You know, we're going yeah. somewhere and it's hot. At least wear like jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> you know, don't, <laughs> don't dress all scandalously, but just be, just be mindful of the person. You know, it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to seem controlling because some people will think that's controlling, you know, but mm-hmm. it's just being, like you said, it's just being um, respectful to your, to your person. So yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, well, you were saying earlier about the religion, uh, you know, in the Bible, it says that uh, you have to be equally yoked. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you guys have to agree on the same thing and see eye to eye, you know, like you said, a Christian or a Catholic or uh, a Catholic and an atheist or a Catholic. And I'm, it's not going to work out because yeah. 
they see different they see their they what am i trying to say the world and their life is going to be different exactly you know about everything i've gone to mass before and she's gone with me to just regular church and it's like a whole different world where it's like we see things differently we you know we've talked about it before you know like she's asked me questions about what i believe in and advice questions about what she believes in and it's kind of like Okay, we don't see eye to eye. You know, some people don't see eye to eye to that, and it kind of does wreck their their relationship because it's like they're, they're, they're not, they're not going to agree on things because yeah. it's like, well, hey, you, you know, you believe in abortion, and I don't, so it's like, what are we going to do? Yeah, see, that's a really big thing, dude. Like, but I think uh, the people who, let's say, a female, females who who are for abortion are people who are women who have never experienced the loss of, of a baby. Of a miscarriage they've never experienced that and that's why they can so easily say yes go ahead and kill that life you know what i mean because they've never experienced that once you've experienced that uh time and time again you hear people say oh yeah we had a miscarriage but until you experience that you actually understand what the person went through and then you're not going to want to cause that uh you know voluntarily and be in charge of causing the death of, of a life because it is a life and there's also consequences to that you know to every action there's like I guess repercussions for your actions of especially having an abortion. I know like, you know, some girls that did have abortions, actually a couple, and they're not they become sterile. They're not able to have kids anymore. You know, so I think that's it's not a not so much a punishment, but it's kind of like you reap what you sow, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I, I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh we're going to wrap this up in a pretty bow. Uh, before we do, I want to thank you guys for coming on. It really means a lot to have uh, to have Jose and, of course, Miss Liz on. Uh, you know, I've been listening to Jose for a while, and now to have you on, it's kind of like, hey, we have a we have another Ramos Cup on here. So, um, but yes, guys. So, um, if you want to include anything else, you know, a little bit more gold, nuggets of gold to couples and stuff like that. Um, Go ahead, and then Jose, if you want to plug in your podcast, so then people can know where to find you and stuff like that. So, any more nuggets? Uh, you could go ahead, and then I'll think about it. <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. Well, I guess I'll just plug. Uh, my I have a podcast. It's called Ranting with Ramos Podcast. You can find it. Uh, you can Google it, and it'll show you all the links. But uh, you could also follow me on Instagram, Ranting with Ramos Podcast, and I have a link tree. You hit on the link, and it takes you to all the all the links where you can find it. It's on uh, it's on Spotify. It's on uh, what's the other one? Apple Podcasts. It's it's everywhere. You, you, you thank God, man. You Google with that my name, and I show up now. You know, it's kind of cool. You know, and then I also have a music one that I do. It's called Songs to Save Your Life, and that's also I got uh, that one's uh, on Instagram is Songs to Save Your Life Pod, and that one's about music, just like music that I think people should to check out. You know, a lot of it's new music that people might have never heard before. So I like doing that, and uh, that's pretty much it, man. Thank you for for having us on. No problem. And um, this is coming out after Valentine's Day, but I want to wish you guys a happy Valentine's Day. I know there's a story that uh, you guys don't celebrate Valentine's Day, but you guys talked about that in your previous episode. So if you want to listen to why Miss Liz and Jose don't celebrate Valentine's Day, go ahead and check out one of their episodes. And while you're at it, just go and follow Jose. I mean, it's... He's got a great podcast and just, yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to say more. Let's say less. So, but yes, thank you guys for coming on. All righty. Thank you 
uh, Jose and Liz for coming on the podcast. It means a lot. I know I kind of just say that like generically, but it does mean a lot. So thank you guys for sharing and opening up and giving us some words of wisdom and some gold nuggets. Uh, our last couple of the episode is none other than my parents. So my parents have been together since the mid eighties. Um, they're coming up on coming up on their 30th anniversary in a couple months. So, you know, my parents have been through it a lot, <laughs> of course. And this is, this is their first time coming on the podcast officially. Uh, if you listen to older episodes, you might be able to hear them talking and laughing and stuff like that. But it was good to have my parents on so they can get a feel of what I do and, you know, see like, oh, this is not just some stupid hobby he's doing. But anyways... Uh, without further ado, here's my parents, and I'll see you on the other side so we can close this episode. All right, and we are here with our last couple here. Please give a round of applause to my parents. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome on the podcast. When? I'm the mom. I'm the dad. <laughs> well, no shit. <laughs> Anyways, so this, uh, I, don't, I don't think I've told y'all, but this pod, this podcast episode is pretty much about, like, uh, how you guys met and all that other stuff that you see on Hallmark movies and stuff like that, so, um, but first, first things first, uh, where did you guys meet? I mean, I know, but people don't know, so how did, how did you and dad meet, mom? Uh, well, we had a mutual friend, and she invited me to church they're having some revival at some church and so i went with her and then i had a stalker after that <laughs> that's, where we, well, that's where we officially met we were introduced and your side what she just said <laughs> this is not court dad you can <laughs> <laughs> you can have your own opinion so you pretty much, you, you saw, your mom in church pretty much? Tell them how you saw stars yes. and jobs by... I didn't see stars. <laughs> That's it? Yes. I guess what, you, you were at a different school, right, Mom? And Dad was at a different school? Yes, we were in different schools. And then, what did you do, Dad? After you met me, what happened? Uh, well, it's not like now. Uh, she tried to get her phone number and tried if she could give you the phone number. Well, if she give you the phone number so you could talk to her. And then? That's old school. <laughs> well, then I just started talking to her as friends first. And then how long did y'all talk as friends before y'all got into a, or decided to uh, want to get into a relationship? Uh, about a year. No, well, it was a couple of months. By the, by the summer, okay, to so me, we met, it was like a February, and then we started talking like towards the end of February, and then by the summertime, we were already boyfriend and girlfriend. She know more details, I don't. To me, it seemed like for a whole year. <laughs> that is not a year. That's like... Three months or so. Three months. To me, it seemed longer yeah. than that. Well, because we started talking and we talked to each other every day. Make each other laugh, talk, joke around. 
So then y'all started talking, started dating. How long did y'all date for? Yeah, from the time we met and till we got married, it was five years. Five years? Yeah. In so, high school and all that? Yeah, because when I met him, I he just turned 17 and I had just turned 16, right? Yeah. It was all within those couple of months that we just met. So, yeah, and then it was five years. And then during that time when y'all were dating, did you, well, I ask, I'm asking from both sides, did you ever feel like that maybe you weren't right for dad or dad wasn't right for you? Did you ever feel like y'all weren't like supposed to be together or anything like that? No, it's, I don't, I don't think I've ever felt that way, but I did feel like, uh, I was like young in high school, basically first boyfriend and it was like a little too much, so... I did kind of call it off for like a month, but he persisted. Was it a month then or was it longer? Tell your story. If I'm, you can if say I'm that. Telling it right, to tell me, it. I think it was a couple of weeks, not that much a month. It was, well, okay, a month, couple of weeks, whatever. Yes, maybe two weeks. I don't remember. Maybe. It's been that it long. It could have been. It's been, been almost 40 yeah, years. So. But, but you remember what I always say it was your loss, like I always say, right? <laughs> but you begged. <laughs> but I what? But you begged. <laughs> A little bit. No, no not really. Yeah. Just, just kidding. Yeah, it was just like, I guess it was just like, oh, it's too much, too much too soon. You know, when you uh, get that first crush or that first, you know. So like, did you did you feel like that, Dad? Like maybe you weren't, you didn't want to be with Mom. No, to me it was like uh, can't remember the name of the song, but that song uh, from Peter Phantom that uh, he sees stars and all kind of. That's the way I felt. You know, you see this person and that's what you. That's all it is. Nothing else. And pretty much, I guess, Mom, your dad was the first person you've ever dated, and vice versa, Dad, too? Yeah, your first relationship? You didn't date anybody else or talk to anybody else before? You always had, like, little boyfriends at school, but it was not like you weren't, like, allowed to date. It was just, like, little crushes. Like, your dad was the only one that, like, actually started going out with and, you know. It was high school. The only one that been to your house. Yeah. And met her, her, your grandparents. The only one being inside the house, everything. Grandpa, grandma, what did they think about you? Well, at first, you know, of course they're not going to trust me. They don't know who I was. I didn't take it serious, too. It was yeah. like, oh, it's just. He's uh, just some friend of the Harris. Then, but then it just kept on going longer and longer and longer. And then grandma and grandpa, I guess they accepted me. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they had to. Well, not really, they didn't have to, but, <laughs> but I mean, they, you know, they, they saw that, I mean, I wasn't like, he wasn't a bad influence, I wasn't doing things I wasn't supposed to do, or, you know, and so, I mean, it was, it was, you know, a good friendship, it wasn't like, you know, when a girl meets a boy, and then all of a sudden she starts doing the, doing things she's not supposed to do, or that her parents don't want her to do. You know, so, um, when was I guess when was the first time you realized? Well, when was the moment that you realized that you loved Dad? Like you felt like you fell in love with Dad. 
mom and then the last dad? Oh, I guess it was after like we started being boyfriend and girlfriend, and then I I think it was just like the uh, attention he would give, and and he was gentleman, you know, and he was just like friendly, and then we we could talk about anything, laugh about dumb things. We had he had a good sense of humor. No, he didn't, he didn't take himself serious. I still do. Uh, yeah. My son's probably don't think I'm corny. No, we. No, you, it's passed on to me now. Now, I, I, when I say jokes, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I sound like dad. So yeah, I, I like to joke around a lot. We yeah. know. And dad, what was the moment that you well, for that moment for you when you realized you love mom? To me, I know her is there for me. It's just like, just the way when I just first seen her. To me, that's... Is that at first sight? Exactly. Really was. I'm honest. And uh, when was when was the moment that you realized you wanted to marry mom? <sighs> well, I was broke. I didn't have no money or nothing. I was just a punk from school. No, but, but when did you realize When that? I really, really... Well, when probably out of high school. When I had high school, you know, I really thought I wanted to be with your mom. Forever. Just to let everybody know, my parents met in the 80s, so it was like 40-something years ago, just to let y'all know. Uh, it's, it's actually, thir- we're going to have our 30-year anniversary this year. Oh, oh. yeah, because we'll, we'll get to that later. Anyways, uh, when did uh, when did you propose, Dad? Do you remember when you proposed to Mom? Mm, that's too long to remember. Don't even remember uh, it was. No, it was after after we graduated. What it was? Let's see. We got married in ninety two, so it was probably like in ninety one. We, gra- like we graduated eighty nine. So yeah, it was probably like ninety one. Yeah. And when did y'all both realize that y'all wanted to start a family? Was it kind of like did y'all both agree to it, or did you were kind of like I don't know. Well, no, I mean, I guess just the way we were raised is just the given is like once you once you're ready to settle down and get married and children just come. It wasn't like really a a decision like you're going to wait. It's just, you know, it just just happens. I mean, yeah, just like your mom said. uh, Did you feel like you were ready? That's that's what I want. To me, it's like ready or not, you know. Because uh, yeah. If you're married and well, I think I think we I think we both knew we were mature enough. I mean, we weren't, you know. It, it was it was a part of a plan, like marriage. That's I think why we waited till we were both over twenty one to get married. You know, because we wanted to be have a certain age. And I'd be like, if you're too young, I don't know. I saw it as like, if you, you ain't even uh, allowed to drink, why should you have a kid? <laughs> you need to be old enough. To me, old enough was 21. And uh, like I said, I'm I'm their kid. So, uh, what was how, how was that moment like when? I guess when I was born, did y'all, were y'all, I mean, I obviously were excited and happy, but 
did you kind of did it kind of hit you like okay well now we're we're parents uh i was like who's this <laughs> it's it's well in the beginning i think it was a little easier because the grandparents of course they're like so excited so they're they're right there helping you with everything so but then you know after a couple of weeks when you're left by yourself then it's like oh lord now you got to take care of them day and night <laughs> but uh uli was a good kid he was a good baby yeah he was a good baby so uh, we didn't and it really wasn't that like we didn't have too much trouble uh, with him i had to have a cesarean with you so it was planned like what day you were coming and everything it wasn't like a surprise see i hear that i was planned <laughs> it wasn't just random it was planned <laughs> Uh, was it? Did y'all y'all wanted more kids? I mean, obviously, because we have two other brothers. But what? Me and my brothers are all three years apart. Did y'all plan that, mom? Dad? Yeah, we did. I don't think we could handle them too close to each other. No, it's no. three years. But give uh, give me some breathing room. <laughs> yeah. Well, you wanted to enjoy that your first. And yeah. Then, and then enjoy the second, and then you'll enjoy the third one. So, and then now all at the same time, all three, we could we could have had we we handled them. And three was the limit. Yes. Well, you say yes, but you didn't have to have them, so yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I just didn't want your mom to go through more health problems, so we just we stopped there. And. Um, I guess when you first got married, what, what I guess everybody says that you go through like that honeymoon phase and then it kind of goes away. Uh, well, my dad's kind of like, there was no, is there no honeymoon phase or what was that like? I mean, what was that like for y'all when y'all first got always, married? It's always there. I and guess it's different for my parents. Honey, yeah. Honeymoon never stops. I don't think for us, yeah. No. I think for mm-hmm. us it was like, I, I don't know. We like to I be, we're, uh, I see it as uh, we like to be together all the time. Yeah, we I go genuinely to the store, like to be together all the time. We go to the, the store, I ask her, hey, you want to go? Yeah, I want to go. So we're always together. The only thing we're not together is at work. But usually we're, we're, we get along together. We have a good companion. I got a good companion. We could joke around and have a good time. Yeah, even when we get on each other's nerves. Willie knows. He's, he's seen it before. Sometimes we get on each other's nerves. We're not saying we're perfect, but we, 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 we can still be together and joke around and then they get on my nerves <laughs> so. for real yes um did y'all go through struggles i guess oh I mean, definitely you know, definitely but, yeah, yeah you have your ups and downs but uh we seen it as uh through thick and thin you know you you know you hear your vows you know through rich and poor and you just gotta stick it out. That's the way it's supposed to be. If you really love that person. Did you ever realize? Well, not realize, but do you ever have like that moment where you're like, "I don't think I, this is not gonna work out." No. Never had. Never. Nope. No. No. I think I think because we've always been who we are with each other. We've never been fake with each other. And I guess we see through uh, our parents. You know. Yeah, but we, we, like, speak our mind to each other, and we're just real with each other, and we... You have to have communication. That's the main thing. 
I've never felt like I had to be hide stuff from you or anything. No, you can't be hiding. I could, I could be myself. Yeah, be yourself and be honest with the person. You know, with the person, your spouse. And uh, I guess how big of an influence were your parents on you? I guess for marriage-wise and relationship-wise. Um, well, for me, I mean, I saw my mom and dad all the time, like hugging and kissing. So you know, I think they they showed a great, a good marriage. You know, they had their ups and downs, of course, and you know, we saw that too. But oh, you know, we just always saw them like. Get over it, I guess, you know, work it out. And, you know, money was never an issue. It's like if they didn't have it, they didn't have it, but they still had good times, you know. It wasn't like I was looking for a rich man. <laughs> Not a rich man, but I work. A good man. Hey, Dad, for you, what, how, how big were Mommy and Poppy on your... Well, I guess, you know, my parents, they, you know, to death... You know that that's what happens, and that's the way I seen it. But you know, like you, your mom said, you know, through rich, you know, has some ups and downs, but they still get out together. This year is your thirtieth anniversary, and um, what advice do you have for, I guess, for people who are, you know, freshly married or people who have gone through, who are going through, I guess, similar situations, you know, with. With their partners, what advice do y'all have for them? Uh, my advice is to uh, communicate and just be honest with each other. Don't. Whatever you feel, they, oh, well, you know what? Uh, let me tell you uh, what, you know, what's something going on with you. you know, it's best to be honest with, you, with your spouse. It's not being weak. It's not being that or. Or they like they say, oh, your wife has her your balls in her purse. No, that's not that's not that. It's not that. It's being honest with each other. It's better. It, it goes a long way. Well, for me, genuinely, it's it's yeah, it's been having has been having God in our life, you know. Because when we got married, we you know we said our vows and and we we put them in a in in our marriage, and you know that's that's how we said. And for, you know, I think what's helped us is just trusting and having faith in God and, you know, just doing as he commands us to do in the Bible. And and it's a struggle, but if you just, you have faith, you, he'll always be there. I had another question. I forgot what the other question was. Um, how, do you, how are you going to spend your 30th anniversary, I guess, or... Well, we're going to Colorado in June, if you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I didn't know. So. We're going for how long are we going? Two weeks. About two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks? Yeah. Well, dang, many it's long. Well, it takes you two days to get there, so oh. two days back, so. Oh, okay. That's how. That's why we're taking two weeks. Yeah. Well, uh, first time going up there. Well, it'll yeah, be my second time. It's supposed to be my my big trip to Greece but with this all pandemic started and everything it's like uh, I don't want to fly overseas and uh, so let's just stay in America <laughs> and we'll be in the outdoors so where in Colorado Denver 
Um, uh, all around. We're going to go all around, checking it out. Durango, Denver, Uruguay, Silverton, all, all, all around. Try to go all the way around. Yeah. We kind of have some ideas. People have given us some suggestions and stuff. So It's mainly all outdoor stuff. So. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, I guess... I guess that's kind of it. I mean, that's any uh, other questions. I don't if y'all have any more advice for anybody else, I guess, who's in a relationship or in a marriage. Well, if you're in a relationship, you should be in a relationship because you genuinely, genuinely want to be in that relationship. And you genuinely, genuinely love this person enough that you, the, the flaws or whatever, it, um, that you could see past them because you're not perfect. So, of course, don't expect perfection in the person that you're uh, partnering with because perfection doesn't exist, but in my eyes, only in God. So, so you should have patience. And any advice for people who are starting a family? Uh, yeah, let's see. It's a great joy, but it's a lot of work, the same as the relationship. And don't forget that your partner is still, it is number one. That's so you, you know, don't get lost in your, in your children because your children are there for a while and then they grow up and they have their own lives. So don't forget your partner. That's true. Okay, well, I guess that's it. Um, thank you, Mom and Dad, for coming on. It, it means a lot. All righty. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for coming on the podcast and giving words of wisdom to people who are listening here. Like I said, all these couples have so much experience put together um, for a lifetime. And it means a lot that they would... Give us some information, you know, for people who are in a relationship, people who are going through things with their spouse or their significant other, uh, whether it be in a marriage, whether it be in a relationship, dating or stuff like that. It means a lot to know that people who can can are out, people who are out there can help us, even if you don't know them. So that's the whole point of this this episode was to have couples out here show, you know, this is how we find love. This is how we met. This is this and that. But here's some information for you if you don't know. And pretty much the whole key, the whole, like, I guess, points of this episode is communication, um, which is pretty much the main thing. So I don't really, there's other stuff, but communication is the big one and stuff like that. So anyways, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, Can't wait to... Have you guys listened to the next episode, uh, the solo episode, which I have a lot to talk about. A lot of things have happened. And yeah, just talk about season six and stuff like that. So um, like I said, if you can follow the podcast, go to the link tree, follow all the links if you can. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, leave me a review on Apple Music and on Spotify. Five stars if you can. And I'll see you guys on the other side. As I always say, God bless and peace.